Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Breadwinning Moms. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown. My mission is to inspire independent women everywhere and to encourage breadwinning moms. If you're curious, ambitious, and have your own identity, or if you're wanting to develop your own authentic identity and brand, personally and professionally, then I say let's rock and roll because this show is for you. Hey there, this is Chloe Taylor-Brown. I'm your host for Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. And I do say, less rock and roll. And what I want to say to you today is work it, girl, because we're going to learn how to develop and work the magic in our own networks. And we do have networks. You know, they say that our net worth is only as big and as valuable as our network. So we're going to be talking about how to build rapport and to network today. You know, it's when I was doing my research for this show, I found all these wonderful articles and websites on moms who network in different types of arenas for networking. Because, you know, actually many of us really are sitting on a gold mine and we don't even know it. It's our ability to network and build relationships and leverage this into building our net worth. Really, our relationships are equal to our net worth. So we have great networks to draw from, like our alumni networks, whether it's from high school, college, grad school, med school, wherever we've gone to school, those are our alumni and those are networks that we can draw from. We have our church networks, you know, uh, that's a really big network if we were to really look at all the wealth that's in churches, not just from the pulpit, but from the people that are there too. If you're in a really uh, big affluent church and even in the smaller churches, there's a valuable network there and network uh, network. There are the professional networks that professional individuals belong to. And you know what? Our children's schools Those are wonderful networks. I remember when I was a young mom and even a mom now with my youngest being in uh, a a sophomore in high school, those are wonderful networks. And when my older children were younger, those individuals, those other children's parents that I met were valuable networks to me. Uh, And 
because their net worth of the friendship that we have built over the years, they're still there. And they are some of my best friends, the networking with my children's school. And also you have networks for civic organizations. You have your uh, community organizations. You have even at the gym, you can network anywhere you want to. So at first we get so excited about being part of these groups and being part of something wonderful, right? Personally and professionally. But too often we find ourselves leaving the corporate meeting, the dinner parties, the pool parties, our children's functions, just random events or meeting people in the supermarket empty-handed and missing out on opportunities because we didn't know how to build rapport and leverage those connections. We didn't know how to network. And I want you to know that networking is not about what you can get. It's about what you can give. And as a result, you're getting something wonderful uh, in return. I am so excited to have my conversation with Chantel Thompson this morning. You know, Chantel Thompson is a recurring guest host who's a big contributor. She is the director of client relations at Sweet Job Spot. And we're going to be talking about fun step-by-step techniques and ideas to improve our networking and relationship building skills. Hello, Chantel. Hi, Chloe. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I am excellent. Chantel, when I was doing my research for networking moms, it is amazing to me how wonderful moms can network. And somehow when we get out of the mom arena, we forget that we're some of the best networkers and we just have to use those skills. So it really did get me excited. And I have you to thank for saying, let's talk about networking because you find in your business of being the sweet job spot connector of employers to employees, you find that uh, a lot of people are not necessarily networking correctly. What are your thoughts on that? What are you finding? Well, one of the things that I find is uh, we get a little afraid of um, asking for what we want. So even though networking is not 100% about just me, 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 you do have to ask, if there's a need that you have, you do have to bring it up. So um, one area that we can all improve our networking is by, you know, letting people know what you know how to do and how you can help them, but also asking for what you need. So we all need something. Um, if you're there to network and say you're, you could be job hunting, but you could also just be looking for ways to improve your career. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about networking to improve your career as well. We job hunt, but we also want to improve our careers. So, uh, for example, if you're working somewhere and you're using a certain technology or, or you're not using a certain technology, and you want to learn more about that technology and how it works, networking can help you with that, Um, whether it be a social organization with your alumni group or a technical organization with the people uh, who are involved with the same type of business you're involved in. So uh, NAVA is the National Association of Black Accountants, 
And if you're looking for new accounting principles and you are an accountant and you want to learn more, um, you would go to a NABA event, um, Society of Human Resource Management. That's all about what's going on in human resources and how can you improve your company's human resources. So there's a lot of organizations like that out there for people who may be the only person in their company that have that role and they need some support to figure out how to move the company forward. What are some of the things that when you're working with your clients, for those who appear to be, um, I guess, for the lack of a better way of design of, of saying it is not networking friendly, they don't know how to go out and build those interactions with other people. What are some things that you say to them? Well, one of the things I say is to, you do have to practice what you want to say. Um, Some people suggest an elevator pitch. I suggest that sometimes. But the basic point of the elevator pitch isn't to go and be stiff and give a pitch, but it's just so that you know who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for. So if we were to do it, Chloe, um, who in 30 seconds, would you be able to tell me who you are, uh, what you do, and what you're looking for? I believe so, yes. Because right. I'm the model mom. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to give it a shot? Oh, sure. Well, my name is Chloe Taylor-Brown, and I'm the model mom. And I say this because I am an international model. I'm a mother, and I'm also the host of Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. And that's where working moms connect to build relationships. All right. Now, what are you asking for? Well, I'm asking for individuals to connect with me to listen to Breadwinning Moms on ChloeTaylorBrown.com or Breadwinning Moms on BlogTalkRadio.com. All right. Well, that was about 30 seconds. Great job. Um, Okay, so now I see what I did wrong. I didn't, so I I introduced myself and the little, Mm -hmm. um, the attributes about myself, but I didn't ask for what I want, right? Right. And that's what a lot of people do. It's very easy to say, well, I'm a writer. I'm a business analyst, I'm an accountant, and then people say, well, that's great, and then they start talking about something else, and you've never said, and I'm looking for a job, or I'm looking for some more information, or I'm looking to get a, a, a degree or a, or a certificate. Do you know anything about that? That's where a lot of times it's a lot to remember, so we have to practice what we're there to say, and especially for networking events, spending a half an hour in front of the mirror, kind of just practicing what you're going to say, how you look saying it, um, and exuding that confidence when you say it. So spending that little bit of time before the event just to kind of, I don't know, hype yourself up a little. It's so easy to think it in your head, but you actually have to say the words out of your mouth to get what you want. I love that because, you know, I want want us – working moms, breadwinning mothers, and working women to be able to ask more of what we want. And so in coaching, especially 
with the PEP system, the first thing on the PEP of the 12 vital abilities, the first thing is to have a high value of yourself and to be able to proceed. But the 12th ability is to accomplish. And you can't accomplish if you don't know what you want. And you're not going to get what you want if you don't ask for it, if you don't say it. And the asking is of yourself as well. So when I ask myself, um, about a question about what I want. It's very, it, it does something in me. It resonates with me and it gets me energized. So I feel better about it. And so based on what I'm hearing you say, if we practice in the mirror, practice that elevator pitch and just practice about what it is that we have to share. I was reading something yeah. today from, um, I think it's pronounced momentity.com. Networking is okay. about making connections and finding out what we can do to help each other. It's about service. So if we don't have something that is valuable, that is alluring and a, a trending word, sexy, means it's appealing um, in the way that we say it, the way that we present it, then we're not going to get far. So when we're practicing that whole, it's kind of like with me practicing my mantra, uh, when we're practicing, it's, it's getting into our spirit and it resonates with us. So by the time we get into the real arena, we don't even have to say it that way, but it's so ingrained into us that however we need to say it, it comes out authentically and appropriately. Right. And as a breadwinning mom, the, something that's really exciting that you can do is you can practice with your kids. And I know it sounds kind of funny, like, oh, I'm going to be talking to all these professional people. Why would I practice with my kids? But they're going to ask you these questions and you're like, what do you mean? What does that mean? And if you can explain it to a child, then you know you know it. Because we can get so caught up in big words and fancy words and and um, jargon that when we talk to an average person who might not be in the industry but know somebody in the industry, they might not connect and think to themselves, oh, that's what that means? Oh, okay. And if you're using big terminology, um, you know, I have a, a, a big technical background and, you know, we usually throw around a lot of technical terms, but... If you want to explain it to somebody, say, who's a vice president um, of marketing, they don't know those technical terms. You know, they, they just know, hey, it's a sales report. Does it have the information that I need? Do people like it, et cetera? But, yeah, you have to be able to uh, code switch, which is what we talked about before, in your networking, too. You have to know your audience, and that comes with, with research and practice. I love that you brought last week's show uh, into this week because it really kind of goes hand in hand, code switching and networking, because you, as you've said, you got to know your audience and you may have to code switch. So if you're talking to um, the C-level suite people at your organization making a presentation, you'll speak to them one way. But if you're going to um, the high school organization, they've invited you to come in to speak and to talk about the same thing, you're certainly not going to uh, speak it in the same way that you were delivering it to uh, the high level executives. So that's, I love how you did that. Thank you for taking us back and making it a full circle. So Chantel, when in looking at all of these organizations and just going on Google 
uh, networking moms is what I put into Google. And I was so amazed that all there's a the mommy net the mommy's network, America's mom to mom connection. And that's what I was talking about. I got the made the best friends, and they are still my friends from when my two younger children, my two older children were in um, preschool and kindergarten and elementary school. Those women and families that my husband and I connected to, we are still very connected. So I love that. It's, and there's a real organization for mommies connecting with mommies and, and building rapport. So that is so cool to me. And then there's a social moms network uh, where influential women connect. Uh, there's 50 social networks for healthy and happy moms. Uh, My Work Butterfly Working Mom Social Network. So there's a lot for working mothers and professional women to learn how to network and then to go out and to put it into practice. Do you have a special uh, or a favorite networking organization? I think I dropped Chantel. Uh, Chantel, let's see if I can get Chantel back. Her call dropped. Let's see. Chantel, let's go live with Chantel. Are you there, Chantel? There's something going on with Chantel's. Uh, are you there now, Chantel? Can you hear me? Yes, your call dropped. Oh, okay. And I'm not sure if you heard yeah. what I was saying, uh, but I asked you, you had, it, yes. <laughs> if you had a favorite networking organization that you belong to. Well, um, the favorite one that I was a member of for many years, Toastmasters International, it helps you with presentation and public speaking. And that's all over the world. They have uh, little clubs corporate clubs, uh, civic clubs, local organizations that have Toastmasters, churches have them. You can pretty much find one anywhere, and they're great for networking, but they're also really great for practicing. That's their goal is to, to help you be a more effective communicator. So I would say join a Toastmasters group, visit some Toastmasters groups. It'll help you get comfortable talking to people that you don't know, and it'll even get you comfortable doing presentations in small group settings so that when you are in large group settings, you'll, you'll know what to say. That's one that I say is number one on any, should be number one on anybody's list. Now, depending on what you like to do, that's where it differentiates itself. So I, um, Atlanta is the new technical center of the South, and they have a lot of different technical events to network at down this way. And one of the things that I found was Atlantic Technical Village has a, has a event, I believe it's once a month, where they have something called, uh, where they pitch their ideas, these new, exciting technical ideas. And that's a great place to go and learn about what's going on in technology, how you can use it, how you can get it, um, get your company funded or you can get exposure or whatever it is you're looking for. You can even find developers to develop your website and um, help you with your e-commerce. So that's a great place to network. 
other great places that I like to network are um, with alumni associations. I think those your alumni association, whether it's high school, college, technical school, find and get connected with your alumni association because those people like to help people like themselves. You know, I went to the same school as you. I would love to help you do something exciting. So I think that when it comes to technical organizations, when it comes to your specific industry, it's really helpful. When it comes to moms, a lot of things that i found that there's a lot of working women that use, that go to different technical events. And as a mom, you know, be part of it. Join, don't just join, become like a coordinator for an event or two. And that'll give you an opportunity. Everybody will at that point know you. You'll get the chance to mingle and, and talk to all the people. And if you're a mom with small kids that they that want to take to the event, you can even have coordinate a family day, something where it's not just the adults talking, but, you know, the kids are there and everybody can meet each other in, in a more relaxed atmosphere. So I would say take the reins on networking because it's really important and it will help you get yourself further into the scene that you're trying to get into or that you're already in and you don't participate in enough. Right. You know, I think that sometimes we can overthink networking and make too much of it as though it's something that is hard and challenging. And I say that all you have to do is to really know yourself, know what you want, and know what you have to share with other people that's valuable. What do you have that someone else would want, someone else would love, and that you would love sharing with them? So, Chantel, have you ever met someone and instantly you knew you would be friends for a lifetime uh, or friends just for the time that you're in that town or, you know, so, but have you instantly gotten that feeling? Yes, I have. And it's a great, it's a great feeling because you have the opportunity to, talk to everybody, make good connections with people. And, and when you find that you like more than one thing with the, to do with that same person, I, I think it makes it, a, it's, a, it's an enjoyable experience. When you make a close friendship through something that you've done together, maybe it's volunteering, maybe you decide, hey, you and your whole family are going to go down uh, to the homeless shelter and volunteer. And, and help them with whatever it is that they need. Um, you know, I heard that women need personal products. Um, and I know that this is something that's kind of random to put out there. But um, I do know that I've done a little research and I've read up on it. And, and I just saw, like, a great article. And it was talking about homelessness. And, and, and the hardest thing for women to have is those personal products. Well, if you go out there and you say... I want to help women get, you know, personal products, then they'll have the opportunity to connect on that level where you're helping people, people get to know you, they associate your brand with something positive that's um, giving back to the community. So um, if you can find other people that are interested in giving back to the community on a level that you are personally invested in, then you can really make those friendships for a lifetime. 
If you're just joined us, you are listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe, and I'm your host, Chloe Taylor-Brown, and I'm talking to Chantel Thompson, who is Director of Client Relations at Sweet Job Spot. And today, we are asking all the ladies to work it. And what we mean is work it is to learn how to develop your natural authenticity, to know what you want, and to work the magic in your networks. We want you to know that no matter where you are, no matter what level you're in, you have networks and we want you to work them to the best of your ability. Chantel, what you were just talking about and the question that I asked you about, if you've ever met someone instantly, um, you knew that you would be friends. Uh, I, that happened to me. I was actually in Paris and I think it was the second time I was in Paris as a model and I was going to, I believe, to see Sonia Riquiel, who's a uh, French designer. I think that's who I was going to see. And as I was walking upstairs to the casting, there were a group of models walking downstairs and there was one American uh, model. I didn't know she was American but there was, must have been something about me that said American. <laughs> so as I was walking okay. up and, and we, we caught eyes and she says, she says, do you want me to wait for you? That was it. And I said, yeah, sure. And so of course, hearing her accent, I knew she was American. And so sure enough, as I came out of the, the casting, she was sitting outside at a little bistro near the entrance of where we were just coming from, waiting for me. And we sat there and we had us some bread and some wine and we chatted and found out that she's from Atlanta, Georgia. At the time, I was living in the Bay Area of California, San Francisco, but my husband was just traded to the Atlanta Hawks. And I was so excited. I said, wow, my husband is, I'm going to be living there. My husband's just traded to the Atlanta Hawks and I'm going to be moving to Atlanta. And sure enough, uh, Pearl Pearl and I became fast friends. We kicked it and hung out in Paris. She, she just was my tour guide. Uh, she shared her French words with me and taught me how to speak French. And it was just amazing. She was kind of like my big sister. And this reminds me that I haven't spoken to her for a while. And I'm feeling a little bit nostalgic for Paris and also for Pearl. But that that is that when you instantly can build rapport. So if you feel like if you meet someone and this happens, that's what rapport feels like because it's when you have a great relationship and harmony with someone. So if you have wonderful rapport with someone, then you feel connected and comfortable with that person. And that's exactly what I felt uh, with Pearl. So I believe that the foundation and prerequisite for building great rapport is to first love and respect yourself, to respect your peers and to be a good communicator. So hopefully, you know, when you're talking to people, you're paying attention to what they're saying and not just thinking about the next thing that you're going to say. And in the conversations that you're having with people when you're building rapport, it is a dialogue. You have dialogue. You don't necessarily let the other person do all the talking, nor will you do all the talking. So it's a banter back and forth. Um, do you have anything to add to that, Chantel? Yeah, it's kind of like what we're doing now. Um, so I think that the biggest thing is to listen 
and also to look for people that have something that you you don't have and you have something they don't have. So, for example, your friend Pearl, she was probably looking for an American friend uh, after living in Paris for a while. She was probably thinking, wow, another American. It's been so long since I've just spoken English and um, and this is a great opportunity to talk to somebody who knows a little something about our past. We don't have to explain everything. So that's always good, and that nonverbal communication comes into play, too, where I'm sure you had many instances where you both looked at something and just kind of gave each other that look, like, oh, okay, I know that, you know? And, and it's that familiarity that comes into play. And that's always great when you're networking. But the one thing I do want to also add is if you do go to a networking event and you have a goal, say you need, your goal is to meet a certain number of people, whether it be maybe three or five people at a networking event, to be sure that you don't get stuck talking to, say, that one person and and get lost in that little conversation, but that you do get that opportunity to achieve your goals and you say to yourself, for example, before you go, I'm going to meet three people and get their business cards and follow through with them after the event. So that could be your goal that you go in for, and you meet somebody who's a great friend and you say, hey, great friend, person that I know I'm going to talk to, that's person number one, you say, it's been great talking to you, and I'd love to talk more later. Let's do lunch or, or coffee or, or something another time, and you continue to do a little bit of the networking that you need to do so that you can fulfill your goal and that you didn't feel like you spent all your time just sitting in a corner with somebody. So that's it's really important. And that's something a lot of people do. They get involved in a conversation with one person and they forget their whole objective was to go out and meet a few different people. Yes, because you get so stuck on that one person. You've probably been, that's that person that you know that you're going to be uh, friends with for a long, long time. Uh, I'm sure that the other models were like, were wondering like, what, what's, what's this going on with them? They sure are connected. Well, we really did connect very, very quickly uh, because we just kind of felt we resonated with each other. I want to um, to say that we are having so much fun with breadwinning moms and Chloe, with Chloe, and uh, we're getting some really, really great reviews for the show. And we are now going to be offering sponsorships. So if you have a business or a product or a service or yourself that you like to promote to get other people to know about you, I would like for you to let us know. You can give me a call at 877-650-5577 to find out about sponsorships, or you can send me an email at info, I-N-F-O, at chloetaylorbrown.com. You're listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor Brown, and we're talking to Chantel Thompson of Sweet Job Spots. And we want all of us to develop our networking skills and use that magic 
to build our network. I want to take a little break and listen to a little bit of music. And uh, when we come back, Chantel, I want to share 10 quick and easy steps to building rapport. The song that we're going to be listening to is by Erica Kane. And it's with Brian McKnight. It's called It's There.
Chantel, I believe that some people in networking, they feel as though they're at the ledge and it's a little bit uh, nerve wracking uh, when they're building rapport and communicating. And that's why the prerequisite for networking and building rapport is to first really have a fondness for yourself and respect for yourself. And that just translates to other people. Yes, that's true. And, and also, I'm actually glad you said that because one of the things I did want to say is sometimes we get exhausted in, in networking. And, and I think it's very important for people to sit down and take a little time for themselves. So don't be afraid to go to the bathroom and freshen up. Don't hesitate to take a little breather away from everybody for a few minutes while you kind of recollect your thoughts. Even writing down some notes about the person you just met on the back of their business card or in a little small notebook that you carry with you, just so that you're not rushing through the process. You should be at ease and you should be able to enjoy meeting the people that you're meeting and talking to as opposed to feeling like, oh, okay, I've got another one. Let me put it in the bag. I've got to get five people. Let me put them in the bag. Just you know, pace yourself and make sure that you're you're taking care of yourself. Stop and, you know, if they have refreshments, get one. You know, if you need to stop talking for a minute, stop so that you can right. relax and enjoy it. Well, I want to share these uh, 10 quick and easy steps to building rapport because at the, the core of networking is to be able to communicate and build rapport with the individuals that you're connecting with. So number one is respecting others' viewpoints, their values, and their beliefs. It's not necessarily so that you have to believe what they believe or think what they believe or have the same values, but you want to respect them, respect their viewpoints, their values, and their beliefs. And number two, you want to give eye contact. And you also, uh, you don't want to stare and pierce people with a stare, but you want to be able to hold a person with your eyes, with a kind of a warm smile. Um, Tyra Banks has a way of calling it smiles. It's smiling, smiles, smiling with your eyes. So if you can uh, work on that, you can practice in the mirror, smiling with your eyes and giving eye contact. And number three, truly listening to what the other person is saying and showing empathy. Number four, finding areas of interest and commonality with the other person. For instance, when I was telling you about meeting Pearl, we, we right away when I found out that she was from Atlanta and I was going to be in Atlanta, you know, that was something that drew us even closer, uh, faster to each other. And I like this. Number five, act like you already have rapport with the other person. Well, my children, when they, they know me by now, but when they were younger, we'd go places and i just strike up a conversation and we'd be really all into it. And the kids would say, well, mommy, do you know her? Do you know him? No, we just met. So, but the thing about it is that I have the capacity to act like I already know you. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just connecting with people. And number six of these- thing you you both like to do 
Right. Absolutely. And number six is showing interest in what the other person is saying. So you can do that by nodding. And when they say something, you can touch their shoulders slightly or, you know, you can find ways to, to let them know that that you are really interested in what they're saying. Uh, number seven is using appropriate movement and gestures. Like I said, touching a person on the shoulder, um, your own expressions. I know that having lived in Italy, I picked up a lot of hand motions and I'm very expressive when I speak because I use my hands a lot. As a matter of fact, I'm using my hand right now. Um, <laughs> and also number eight, not interrupting others. Let them complete what they're saying. Now, some people can be pretty long-winded, right? And you want to just say, yeah. come on now. It's just like we talked a couple of weeks ago about communicating and, you know, different accents and how people in the North and New York speak, New York and Boston speak very rapidly. And they want to tell us Southerners to speed it up and we want to tell them to slow it down. But um, <laughs> so, but we don't want to be rude and interrupt other people when they're speaking. Um, and also number nine, sharing your thoughts and feelings. When you can authentically share what you think and what you're feeling with the other person, that's uh, being transparent. And it's also allowing yourself to be vulnerable. That's okay to be vulnerable. So you want to share your real thoughts and your feelings with other people. And then number 10 is be your authentic self. Be you. Be your real, genuine legitimate self and be your best self and that best self is so alluring and attractive and i know that if you know what you want and what you're going to be sharing that these 10 um, steps to build rapport will definitely support you in your efforts to work your magic and to be able to leverage your networks and your network into elevating and building your net worth. Chantel, you're so awesome. I want to thank you for sharing part of your Wednesdays uh, with me and with all the listeners for uh, Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. We really, really appreciate you. Could you please tell us how we can connect with you and what your ask is of the listening audience? All right. Well, thanks for asking. Um, you can connect to me at Sweet Job Spot on Twitter, and that is one of the best places I think you can connect with me, actually. Um, you can visit my website at sweetjobspot.com. And my ask today is to everybody to think about what it is you're looking for in your next career move and just to tweet me. Tweet me and let me know what is your next career move. And we're going to tweet you where? At Sweet Job Spot, all one word on Twitter. And you can also connect with Chantel to find out what she's doing at sweetjobspot.com. And we are very excited because there are some really, really cool and amazing things that we are rolling out for you at Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. And we're going to let you in on that next week. I want to let you in on it today, but 
uh, I don't want to rush it. I want to have it just right for everyone and also for you, Chantel. Thank you so much, Chantel, for sharing part of your Wednesday with us. And we will see you next time on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. Have a great week. All right. See you next time, Chloe. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye for now. I adore Chantel Thompson and all the work that she's doing with her clients at SweetJobSpot.com and helping individuals who are transitioning in their careers or people who, moms who have uh, been stay-at-home moms and worked at home and now they're wanting to get back into the job market of helping them in that way, uh, of helping executives to transition from one corporation to a next. Whatever it is that you need from Chantel Thompson at Sweet Job Spot, she's able to support you. And I really appreciate her supporting me and sharing all of her knowledge with us on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. You know, a, a really big part of building rapport is your body awareness. I want you to pay attention to your body. How are you moving? How are you standing? What's your eye contact? So you may not even realize this, but your body language is a very important part of building rapport. How you move your body, your gestures you make, and even your posture. Each of these send a message about what you feel and how you feel about yourself, as well as what type of friend you may be or what type of business connection you might be. So pay attention to your body awareness and poise and posture can be put to the test too by walking. You don't want to walk slumped over. So check your poise and your posture. You want your walk to be strong and attractive and powerful and meaningful. Walk, put some pep in your step. Walk like you've got places to go and things to do and people are expecting you to get there. So I always say this to clients and girls who want to be models and girls who just want to feel better about themselves and women who want to be more of themselves. It's the key to grace and elegance of movement when we're walking is that it be perfectly natural. You want to practice your walk and then you practice it so much it becomes natural. So each person has a distinct walk, but our goal is to help you to relax in your own walk, to perfect it through poise, posture, and grace. So think about a racehorse. You know how beautiful a racehorse? Even my dog. My dog, Leo, is very elegant. And when he's walking, he has his neck that's really long and he's just prancing. So get your prance together and take it with you wherever you go. Don't just use it, you know, in your pretend runway at home. Take it on the runways on the sidewalks and going down the corridor so people can know that, wow, people really do want to know you based on your walk. So put a little swagger in your walk. And I mean the real word of what swagger means. It means your stride, your step, and the, the way that you walk. You know, the all-time facial, the universal facial expression is what? It's a smile. So gestures can be a wonderful way to assist all of us in communicating our feelings and what we're thinking. And they can help us to make our conversations more animated and exciting. But remember that the all-time universal language is a smile. Check your smile out. Check it out. What does it do for you? Does your smile make you feel good? When other people see you, what do you think they're thinking about you based on your facial expression? What do you think? I want you to answer that. I really do. Now, when we're going back to those um, 
those exercises, those 10 universal uh, exercises of how to build rapport, you know, using 10 steps to build a rapport, think of a situation in your own life where you can use these 10 steps to build rapport with someone. And I want you to write this down or this is going to be a podcast. You can listen over and over. So number one, we said was respecting others' viewpoints, values, and belief. So I want you to write down an example of what you can do. For an example is I can learn more about my new friend's religious beliefs and share mine with her. Or I can learn more about my new friends or the person I'm meeting at this networking event about their career objectives and share more with them. We do have a caller online. Let me see uh, who this might be. Uh, so they could express. Hi, caller. You're calling from area code 916. Do you have a question or a comment? Yes. Hi, Chloe. How are you? Hi, this is Marilyn in Sacramento. Yes, How are is. you doing, Marilyn? How's I'm your day great. going? It's going well, and I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can feel that smile. Thank you for sharing a smile with me. Yes, and, and, and I'm going to go back on the blog, most of all the points that you gave, you know, about what, what a smile will do. And it can certainly brighten someone's day, you know, someone who's down or going through things. And if you just show a smile, it brightens people's day. It really does, Marilyn. And what I've learned, too, that if I can move around in my home or at work, or at an, uh -huh. an event or anywhere with a smile on my face, I really yeah. start to feel better. It makes me feel better. So the yeah. smile is to help you to feel better. It's also, since you're feeling so good about yourself, it's attractive and that draws other people to you to open the door uh, to right. meet those connect with those people. Exactly. Do you have do you have a, a question or another comment about our topic today of working our magic and are using our networks to build rapport? No, I really don't have a question. I just wanted to, um, you know, input that that a smile will really help you throughout your day. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for sharing that, and thank you for listening to Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. Okay, thank you, Chloe, and enjoy your day. Also, thank you, Marilyn, and goodbye for now. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Also, I would love if you all would go to blogtalkradio.com slash breadwinningmoms and follow me. That would be so wonderful. I would love it to connect with you and to have you to follow me. And it also adds more points to the show. So thank you so very much for that. So we were talking about just some examples and exercises. So I want you to not just take those notes on those 10 uh, abilities to build rapport and testing yourself on those quick and easy steps to building rapport. I want you to write some examples for yourself of what you might do. So the second one is giving eye contact and examples when you're meeting people or speaking um, with to me or any other people. I, I want to give eye contact instead of texting on my cell phone. Okay, I want to say that again. When we are meeting people, and having conversations with new people, let's give eye contact instead of texting on our cell phone. 
So that's another one. Another example of what we can do, uh, number three, truly listening to what the other person is saying and showing empathy and example. When people are speaking to me, I can let them know that I'm paying attention to them by nodding my head and responding to what they're saying. I can also show empathy by trying to put myself in their shoes. Okay, I like that. Number four, finding areas of interest and commonality with other person by asking interesting questions and also sharing intriguing parts of yourself. So an example of what I could do, I will ask my new friend what he or she likes to do for fun and share what I like to do also. Now these may seem elementary, but they're not, they're universal. This could be used for a middle school child or the president of the United States of America. And so I love this one, number five, when you're acting like you already have a rapport with that person. An example, think of another person as a friend by inviting that person to eat lunch with you. If you're in your organization and there's a new person, uh, a new man or woman that is working on your team, Invite that person to have lunch with you. If you're if you're a young woman in college or in high school, there's a new person that you'd like to know. Invite that person to sit with you. I know that's big in high school because high school can get to be a little tricky. And believe it or not, breadwinning moms, there are men, women, boys, and girls that listen to this show. So they're not all moms, but they love breadwinning moms with Chloe. And number six, showing interest. And what the other person is saying, I will ask engaging questions to learn more about the new person in town or at the event or in school or at the meeting. Number seven, using appropriate movement and gestures. You can nod your head, smile, laugh, clap, or give a thoughtful touch depending on the situation. Number eight, not interrupting others. An example is that you can say to yourself, I'm not going to interrupt my friend when she's trying to tell me about her new situation. It could be her new boyfriend. It could be a new pet. It could be a new book that she's reading. It doesn't matter. You're just going to listen. And number nine, sharing your thoughts and feelings. An example of what I could do. I can share my thoughts and feelings more with my coworkers, with my friends, with my family members, because I know that these people care and they want to hear. And then finally, number 10, uh, being your authentic self, an example. Authenticity is being my real, reliable, and genuine self. So from now on, I'm going to be truthful with myself, and I'm going to let people know the real me. I want all of us to, to find the real part of ourselves that we want to share with people, because this is that transparent, authentic. I'm not asking any of us to air our dirty laundry. But people really want to connect. So if you can find something about yourself while you are networking to turn up that magic that is alluring and attractive and sexy and charming, share that with your person that you're connected with at that moment. You will be amazed and astonished at how quickly you can build rapport with people when you start to let your guards down just a little bit. As I said, you're not airing your dirty laundry. You're sharing a part of yourself that people may not know. Or it could be like me. It could be shared anyway. 
I have really enjoyed my time with you today uh, on Breadwinning Moms with Chloe. We have been saying and asking you to work it. And what am I asking you to work? I want you to work the magic that you have in your networks. And the way that you're going to do that is to develop yourself, to understand who you are, to understand what it is that you can contribute, what's great about you, what do you have to share with other people that people will pay for. Develop that and then go out into your networks, whether they're your, your children's networks, your parents' networks, your school, your alumni, um, your gym membership networks, civic organizations. Think about all of the places that you actually can, that you already have a network and start there. And I promise you that you will amaze and astonish yourself. I want to, want all of us to uh, really start to appreciate ourselves and who we really are. Love yourself more. Um, talk to yourself and tell yourself what's so amazing about you. Write it down. Because when you write it down, it becomes more ingrained into your subconsciousness. And I want you to use your conscious mind, that is the speaking and the writing, to impress your subconscious mind. So when you say it over and over and over and over again, and you can feel it, it starts to resonate with you. It's into your subconscious mind. And that's when you're going to be able to work it, girl. Okay, remember if you'd like to connect with me, you can always connect with me at chloetaylorbrown.com. If you would like to email me, you can email me at chloe at chloetaylorbrown.com. Thank you so much. And remember to go ahead and follow me on blogtalkradio.com forward slash breadwinning moms. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. To watch him shatter You're just a step on the boss man's ladder But you've got dreams he'll never take away In the same boat with a lot of your friends Waiting for the day your ship will come in And the tide's gonna turn And it's all gonna roll your way Working nights to five Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.